Forward Podcast, yeah. All right. Ah, nice bright groove for you on this Friday. This is being released on. Sorry about that. Jeez. <laughs> ah, crazy couple days. Wasn't feeling too good in the middle of the week and finally getting this together great tune though right by Chicago Beginnings that's the theme of the show new GM with racing season has started fairly well for racing well, we had a beginning at home which was eh, Blue City but anyway when I'm with you, yes it doesn't matter where we are. okay alright like where True. Oh my gosh, isn't it? Uh, hope you got that certain special something going on with somebody in your life, man. All right. Well, sing it. Stop talking about it. Great year. Chicago. He's silent. That's right. I'm silencing him as we speak. <laughs> anyway, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Allen, the host of the Center Forward Podcast. Podcast that's dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That will be Louisville City FC as well as Racing Louisville. Also, our men's and women's national teams. Man, I hope you're doing well. Uh, hanging in there. Finally, getting this out to you. Uh, hope that you enjoy it. I think you're gonna like what we talk about. Like I said, this is about beginnings. And uh, with the uh, the new season starting for NWSL, our, our first home opener, uh, the, the men's team actually uh, playing in a tournament. Uh, I think this is the first one after uh, the World Cup. So a lot of new things. Hopefully something new and wonderful is going on in your life as well. As always, we are on Podbean, iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share, share. The holy crap, it's early on a Friday, love. <laughs> but it's almost the weekend. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Anyway, here we go. Five tings. That's right, folks. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes in NWSL slash USL slash men's women's team's national coverage? And this is the only place in the universe that you're going to get this. So yo, shine. Let's go. Number five. Someone turned a damn fan off. Holy moly, was it windy last Saturday? <laughs> what? <laughs> Got out of the car. I was like, whoa! <laughs> Dorothy. So Dorothy and Toto flying by. It was chilly too, man. Didn't expect that. Thankfully, I wore warmer gear. That was a smart move. Got to see you all, though. Had a wonderful time, uh, regardless of the uh, result. Looking forward to many more Saturdays of fun and merriment with my soccer family. Number four, a new leader in town. Yes, Ryan Dell. Uh, we'll be taking over the general manager duties here at Racing Louisville. Comes from the women's national team uh, as the team manager, as I understand it. Wishing him nothing but success and also closing that chapter once and for all. And we're going to move on. Like I said, the theme is beginnings. We'll talk about that. Number three, advancing is always a good thing. The men's national team in the CONCACAF Nations League. A couple of wins to advance to the semifinal. Um, you know, a 
7-1 win over Grenada. We expected that. A little bit of a rougher time in the next match. Uh, Pepe getting himself a goal, and we're happy to see that. And, uh, you know, Joey and I will get into that. Number two, let's pretend that didn't happen. Do I need to elaborate? <laughs> holy moly. That was a rough one. Didn't expect that. But, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit. But the thing is, we had a great time. I did. Uh, you know, the folks in our area really enjoyed ourselves. And, and uh, let's let's hope that's a one-off. I think it is, right? But tough match this weekend against Sacramento. Here we go. Number one, start with a good point. Racing Louisville. Fantastic effort, I thought, specifically in the middle and then towards the end of the game, uh, getting that draw uh, against Houston. Um, man, there was a lot of good stuff going on in that match, I thought. Um, some lineup changes, some substitutions. Really, uh, uh, hope, hopefully Coach Kim gets this thing going in the direction we all want it to go in, right? Man, looking forward to it. Anyway, there you go. That's five things. Just going to wait for a little pause. Are you tired like I am? Because <laughs> I'm really tired. Can you hear it in my voice? Oh, my gosh. It's been a crazy week, especially today's my last day of work. Anyway, this is what I'm going to do. Once I'm done, I'm going to kick my feet up. Relax, and the only way I'm going to do, take a break. And then, I'm going to get on with my day. And so are you. Hopefully, you are making this part of your day. Thank you. If you are, ladies and gentlemen, that was the latest installment of Five Jeez yeah. <laughs> Louise. Anyway, here we go with Joey Cecil. Okay, folks, episode number 62 with Joey Cecil. Joey, how are you, sir? Different. It's a, it's a different time and place than normal recording. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's, it's, it's feels, a little, my schedule's crazy with... It's uh, different. Well, how was uh, it feeling not, too hot yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it, we'll talk about why that was probably for the best. Yeah, really. It, it worked out really um, good, actually. Some, some news came up, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, man. Uh, um, go ahead. I just want to start with some USA soccer. Let's do it. Let's do Very it. Rarely can we have a good segment. USA, USA soccer. USA. USA. Um, I love the airline commercial song. That's what it sounds like. They did me. some uh, U- Nations League play. USA. Mm-hmm. Beat Granada, Grenada, seven to one. Yeah, man. Love those goals. Hate we somehow gave one. Gave up. one up. That's the only. Thing. <laughs> um, I mean, it was, I was kind thinking. of a, it's kind of a new look back for with Scally. Trusty McKenzie and Reynolds, so not mm-hmm. too mad that right, you know right, that group right. gave up one, it's but still completely hold. Yeah, so that's yeah. Grenada. Yeah, exactly. Um, Pulisic had a hand in five of the seven goals, mm-hmm. uh, which you know you can't hate that. Nope. Pepe and McKinney got a brace. Other goals besides Pulisic by Aaron Simmons and Dejas, yeah, who we ended up cap tying. Yep, 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 yep. That's uh, that's so, pretty big news too, because yeah, you know, oh yeah, you know, taking it's it's great news for us that he's with us. It, but I think it's more devastating to Mexico to not have mm-hmm. him than favorable for us to have him. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Because they really need help. Mexico oh, yeah. is in a. I don't want to say tailspin, but it's it's not good. I mean, they're they, yeah. ever since since last year they've been struggling, and, and well, uh, <clears throat> they're going to they're going to get a couple chances coming up against us. Yeah, absolutely. To see where they're really at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, then we came back. You know, we flew from Grenada, however many flights that took, uh, to play in Orlando against El Salvador. Just a one nothing win. Yeah. Uh, really strong lineup, though. Yep. Uh, you know, Turner, the Robinson twins. Yep. Uh, Papa Reem, Dest, mm-hmm. Musa McKinney's and Dejas, Pulisic, Reyna, and DK. 
Right, they just right. they just weren't didn't seem very sharp first throughout half. the game. Yeah, it was, you know, it was very underwhelming. Yeah, it was the first half seemed. I, I'm, I've been trying to think of a word for it because it, it wasn't a lack of effort. It wasn't like they just weren't. Blah. It was disconnected, and it was just sort yeah. of, you know, individually you'd see somebody excel or attempt it, like Dest, and then yeah. and then you'd sort of he'd disappear for ten minutes, and somebody it just it didn't seem cohesive at all. You know, you know what it kind of seemed like. Mm-hmm. Kind of seemed like they probably took about fifteen hours to fly back from a hundred miles away from Venezuela. <laughs> really? <laughs> which, it, for those who don't know your geography, that's where Grenada is. Yeah, man. Which is kind of uh, I'm surprised they're not in the South America region, to be honest with you. But I guess they're part of that. FIFA. Whole, yeah, FIFA. FIFA. FIFA doing FIFA. FIFA. Uh, yeah, it was very underwhelming first half, and then mm-hmm. literally within a minute of getting subbed on, mm-hmm. uh, Ricardo Pepe just goes and scores. Yeah, man. What a chip. Chip the keeper showed some great bursts and especially his strength. That was just bending off that defender. This is oh, I'm gonna get people, man. This is post MLS Pepe. Yeah. You know, there's a just a this difference. This is the Ricardo to his Pepe game. who goes, Oh, I wasn't good enough to make your World Cup team. Right. That's true. That's a good that's a good angle too. I'm gonna remind you of that now. Yeah, man, because that was a that was a hell of a run. I mean, I post I mean I tweeted out that I was like, I've been waiting for that for a while. And uh, I mean that that defender looked like a youth player against him. Right. Oh, he was just stiff armed. I was like, are, "Are you sure you're playing the right football?" Right, right, right. And he, yeah. And then you know, not that El Salvador was bad. I don't think they played poorly at all. I think, they, especially in the first half, it's just the talent shows. You know, the yeah. level of talent. I mean, they've got USL players out there. Yeah. You know, and 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 not to or and the League One player, I believe, at one point. Mm-hmm. So I mean, on the roster. So I mean, that's the level of discrepancy between, you know, what we have and what they have, and that's the you know, which is fine with me. I mean, I'm not gonna complain about it. So I mean, I, I was kind of, I was kind of impressed specifically in the first half with how well El Salvador played. Even in the second half, it wasn't like they played poorly. You know, they're just no, overwhelmed by a higher level of talent. That's gonna happen. Eventually, eventually, talent wins out. Right. Absolutely. You as know, long as as long as it's chances. As long as it's organized. Um, so these wins officially qualify us for the four-team Nations League finals. Yeah. We are set up uh, June 15th to the 18th in Vegas mm-hmm. at Allegiant Stadium. Yep. Um, just happy happy with the clean sheet in the second game. Uh, you know, thought we might have scored a few more with how strong that lineup was. Right, but right, right. Also, I just also had the thought, you know, you got to have these grind wins sure. against these inferior opponents at home. Right. We mentioned this leading up to the World Cup. This group is still learning. Yeah. Then you have to learn how to win these games when you're just not clicking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a cakewalk. Um, and I think it's important important to, 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 to just get these wins. Yeah, man. You know, that's that's probably a bigger win than the 7-1 over Grenada. Right, right, right. Because, uh, you know, you're expected to win that game. You're expected to blow out Grenada. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but, you know, what's our history? We tend to play down at times to our CONCACAF opponents. Ain't that, ain't that and this could, easily, this could easily have been a trap game. Right, 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 right. Oh, and no, instead, totally you agree. go out, you go out, take a moment of brilliance, mm-hmm. and keep them out of your net. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. I, I had three notes about it. The, the first thing yeah. is, is that I think, you know, how about a Natterboy to USL? Because okay. there are players all over this tournament that are in USL that are playing at this level now. Okay. You know, and I, I'm really, that's I think that's a great thing. It's great to okay. see, you know, I guess these leagues are helping the lower level CONCACAF teams excel a little bit. That's a good thing, though. We've talked yeah. about this a bunch of times, where we need more consistent competition within our region. I think if we ever really want to compete 
at the World Cup level. I, you know, we have to have harder games than just, you know, Mexico and Canada and maybe mm-hmm. Costa Rica every now and then. We need, we need to be consistently tested. So I was pretty happy to see that. And I was also really happy to see Robinson back. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Because we're going to need him, pal. I, I, I yeah. mean, I, I, we're going to need him in a defensively. I just, we're going to. Um, what, do you, what do you think about the coaching situation? <laughs> we still don't have one. We don't have one. Damn straight we don't have like, one. That, that there isn't a situation because there isn't one. Right. I, I, this that in this itself it, is... Right. This is the situation, right? And that's you know we're going on. It's it's well. It's what are we going on here? Five months, at least. You know, and um, since the World Cup, so you know, and it doesn't look like there's any resolution in sight to this, and it's just embarrassing. I, I I'm sorry, yeah. man. No other no other country that does this seriously waits a year. <laughs> to, yeah, to get a coach and set up a program. Well, I mean, it's I, you're almost wondering like, what are you waiting for? It's like there's no one out there that's really like unclaimed, right? And it makes me wonder if they're really, really seriously focusing on trying to get Burhalter back. Yeah, which I'm, I don't know, man. I wouldn't mind test driving another vehicle. Hear that? <laughs> we know? know, we know what we get with Burhalter. You get something that's yeah. good enough to probably get out of a group stage if it sets up well. But that's about it. That's about it, man. I, he's yeah. done nothing to make anyone think that he can do more. Nothing. And yeah. he has done plenty of things to make us think that he can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, and also now you got the stigma following you. Yeah, exactly. That whole from thing. this from this whole investigation, this incident, whatever you want to call it. Right, right, right. You know, I just think it just needs a clean break, everybody. Right, right. And it was wish nice. him mm-hmm. wish you the best in your future endeavors, but right. And you're you know, you're coaching your next MLS team. And I yeah. and I have I don't I'm not wishing the guy any ill will whatsoever. No, of course not. It's just and then seeing Gio out there too. I, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's all about moving on, and and yeah. uh, we have to. You know, this this you know you can't you can't stay stagnant in the same place, dwelling on the same stuff. We're going to talk about that a little later too. But yeah, no, I know that's one of the notes I had. I love Gio being back in the team and so involved. Let's get back to right. some kind of normal. Exactly. Exactly. You know, he should be out there starting. He could have had a brace against El Salvador. Mm-hmm. Uh, just had one shot pushed wide, another hit the post. Right, right. You know, so mm-hmm. let's let's get back to some kind of normal. Exactly. I'm with you. Um, I like normal. Speaking, <laughs> you know, speaking of things that weren't normal. Right. Was uh, Louisville City's home opener. Not on. Uh, Joe, did you know that there was a home game Saturday at three? Yes. Well, yes, there, yes, I did. And I don't think the team did. No. <sighs> you know, uh, it was going to be a you know people could argue. Lineup was going to be different because our current inactive list could make the playoffs. Right, and I and I uh, made, I made a joke um, to people that get this. Probably it, you have to be a little older and a little bit more of a history buff. But I was like, I bet you Patton's injury list after Bass Stone wasn't quite as long. And I mean, because that was a huge injury list, and you did get that reference, didn't you? <laughs> Joe, I was born in 1990. Right. Well, I was born in '65, so World War II was over 20 years, but. For those who don't know, General Patton, just go see Patton. That's it. See the, the you should see the movie Patton. By the way, it's amazing with George C. Scott. Okay, I'm moving on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you know we had a kind of a different look. Uh, Ramsey Quasimai got his debut at center back. Yes, he did. Uh, Carlos Ra- uh, Carlos Elijah got starts, and mm-hmm. you know some schmuck named Joe Vala sang a, sang a pretty good anthem. Yeah, but we should have known. We should have known things were going to go haywire because the flag was wrapped around the flagpole the whole time. Was it really? I didn't even notice. Yes, that. 
<laughs> yes, all you could see were the bars, no stars. No kidding. Um, I should have known. Dude, it was known windy. Oh, my well, Lord. Well, you know, but I got a note on that, too. I go, they've acted like they've never played in high winds before. Right, 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 right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did you see that, Joe? One of the balls just flew by my office window because <laughs> they just kept throwing them up in the air like it, like it wasn't there. Right, and, and I'm, this is no excuse. This is no excuse for anything that happened, but there are two equalizers when it comes to if there's if, if, if one team is clearly better than another, and you're expecting a win. There's two things are going to knock that down: wind and rain. It's they're always going to be equalizers. So I mean, I'm not yeah. not defending what happened. Please, there's I, no, but there's it's no just way like, I'm defending. It's almost what like they've never seen that before. Right, right. I'm with um, you. Just the whole game, you know. I just never saw much urgency or quickness. You know, at times it was like they'd never played together. It, uh, it was just, it, it was, you know, Joe, I didn't expect us to go undefeated. Right, right, right. But I also right, didn't right. expect us to get run off our own field. Right. And then one thing I'd like to add, too, is that we know El Paso is pretty desperate because they, they started out the season oh, sure. extremely poorly. I mean, to lose, to get knocked around by Detroit, who's I don't think is going to make the playoffs this year, but to get knocked around by them, you know, this just seemed like a convergence of multiple things at one time that you were like, okay. You know, all the, the the irregularity of the lineup. Maybe that, you know, just the lack of indecision at times. Because I thought of the first 15 minutes or so it wasn't too bad. I mean, when I say too, I'm not saying it wasn't good. I'm not saying it was good. But you could see there was something. And then all of a sudden, it's just the wheels came off it. And just, I don't know. You know, I, I think we would have expected six points from the first three games. But you would expect expected the stumble to have been on one of the road games. Right, right. Out west. Exactly. But then again, there's something about us with home openers. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, especially in that stadium. Right, right. I don't know if it's cursed, but something right. about home openers and us. Yeah, it, it, um, and, and playing playing lower level Western Division teams, we seem uh, to have a real problem with this. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's almost like Sean Toach said in his post game comments. There was like complacency. Right. It's almost like they just expected to win. Right. Exactly. Exactly. There was uh, a lot of things going on. Right. You know, and I the, the game the game led me. I don't want to believe two things from mm-hmm. that game. Mm-hmm. One that we are still that reliant on Brian Ovi, dude. I, I think and we are. And two, I just don't want to believe our staff and roster couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. That's just, this whole I just thing don't with want to believe those two things. Right. This whole thing with Ombi is terrifying because it. We're clearly not the same squad when he's not out there, but we're yeah. even less of the same squad when we don't have him and Serrano not out there because Serrano has been assuming his position. Um, when when he's not out there, and it's it, you know Serrano's not Ownby, but he's you know capable to play at this level, you know. So it's like, but when they're both not there, and then you know Thor was out of position, so it's just it was a weird vibe, man. It was just it was the yeah. whole thing. But Joe, if I may, the vibe in my section was not bad at all. We had a good time, man. <laughs> I, hate this. I mean, the drum like before the game. Pre-gaming in the you know in the parking lot and doing you know surviving the wind because it was brutal at times. I'm glad it I did, po- it, it. It even moved me, which which is scary. <laughs> well, though though I did almost start my business. I have a business idea. I almost launched it Saturday. What is it? What is it? I'm gonna rent out my belt loops to people of low body mass. Oh stop! So that they don't fly away. <laughs> but it wouldn't have been a good day to debut it because even I was getting shoved by the wind. Dude, it was brutal. We were in the lot, and I the last second I was gonna. Like, I watched the weather report, and I was like, maybe I'll just wear my regular summer shirt, whatever. whatever. I'm so glad I wore layers I didn't oh, think I was going to need. God, that first gust of wind. You know why? Was that? You know what? Because the river. I always forget. Yeah, man. You the know, that's river. a good point. Damn good point. 
always forget the weather is worse down at the river. Right, right, right. Whatever it is, it mm-hmm. exaggerates it. Yep. So what I, you were saying though about it, about the environment beyond the actual yeah, we had a great time. environment. Right, right, right. We had we had a great time in the parking lot. It was so cool seeing everybody again. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. just you know so and it's almost like we were saying a bunch of us were saying it's almost like the last game we played was last week. Where okay. you know you just sort of pick up with where you left off with folks who you don't usually generally don't see during you know the You're off wrong. season, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then you just you just pick up and you meet them and you say hello and and you're hugging and you're hanging out and yeah, and uh, that was cool. And then the yeah, you yeah, know yeah. playing drums during the game, we had a great time. Yeah. Well, and it just how packed the stadium was. Yes, sir. For a three p.m. Mm-hmm. At 3 p.m. 10,800. And there was some speculation online about, okay, it's really not that. I mean, the pictures that were being displayed. Oh, they were there. By it, was, the, by, it was there. Right. By halftime, you know how it is, Joe. We've talked about this, too, where it seems like I've got this thing about Louisville. I've been to a bunch of games at a bunch of places. They show up midway through the first half. Right. Or first or, quarter or whatever or it is. they walk yeah. around. Yeah. The game's 20 minutes in, and you see everybody's still walking around. And I've, yeah. never, I've never experienced that before anywhere else it's so weird right so that was part but by the end by certainly by the second half you're looking yeah this is a pretty solid nine to ten crowd no doubt even a kickoff i thought this is close right close and and i count that into i count that into uh when i'm when i'm saying all right maybe it's maybe it will be maybe it won't be i count into the the fact that there's probably you know the way the louisville fans are they don't really sit in their seats the first 15 minutes yeah <laughs> so it was just, yeah. that was a great crowd great crowd yeah so um just last couple of notes you know just be better against sacramento you can't play anything close to what you played i did see something joey where it looks like a lot of these guys that were out will be available hopefully yeah uh look like you know this is almost one of those games where you go you know what mm-hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if danny cruz went in an entire line shift mm-hmm. and said all right we weren't good enough last game right Here's here's a new set. Right, right, right. So we'll see um, we'll see how that works out. Side note, uh, congratulations, Colin Elder making mm-hmm. his uh, team debut Saturday. How cool is that? And then went to prom that night. That's so funny. Talk about it. I mean, it's a shame they didn't win, but that's a memory you could take with you, man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, oh, yeah. that's really and it's great to see dude the academy put more players up there. And I know he was only out there what seven eight minutes, but his work rate yeah. was tremendous. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could well, see. It's like that, I was mm-hmm. saying that, you know, at halftime we threw the kitchen sink. Yeah, we threw our best three subs we had on the bench. Right, which and I, it didn't it didn't seem to change the game that much. Mm-hmm. Midway through the second half, when it kind of set in, like oh, this is going to be one of those games. I was like, throw on the academy kids. Exactly. What's the worst that's going to happen? Right. And Joey, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, somebody can correct us on this. I don't even think we had a full bench. No, I don't think we had. I, think, I don't think we did. I'm sorry. I think we only yeah. had three or four field. You know, I think we were no, short no, one no. player. We, I think we only had. I think we only had six on the bench. Right. Right. Exactly. And, so let and me see. I don't remember. So somebody could, I mean, I, I felt no, like. I'm we looking were, it up now. Mm-hmm, um, I'm pretty sure you you were right because we're supposed to have seven on the bench. Yes. And 18. Yep. Uh, according to Foot Mob, according to Foot Mob, we had our seven. We did have seven, but was it? Uh, it was Jorge, Nile, Oscar, Tyler Gibson, maybe the one you forgot. Right. Okay. okay. Elder and Smith, the two academy, the two academy guys. And then we had Simla. As the backup, as keeper. a backup keeper. Okay, so we did have it. All right, all right, all right. Because let's at, just be honest. I mean, it's not our normal no arsenal, right? Exactly. And also, probably not a good thing that Jorge only went forty minutes and then got subbed off on his own. Right, and that's that's what yeah. I was a little worried about. But um, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But you know, 
more positive Louisville news. Yes, sir. Plenty. There was racing. Yes, sir. Racing started their season on the road at Houston. We got our first look Mm -hmm. at this lineup and what we, you know, let's all agree. This is probably coach Kim's vision. Absolutely. Absolutely. His roster, you know, uh, London goal, back line of Pickett, Ursig, Holloway, and Malay, uh, Piku Yamsa in the, in the central midfield. Right. With Borges, Savannah, DeMello, uh, front attacking three of Jess, Wong, and, and Kanu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and they did mention that this may not be the full strength lineup. Right. With Hal out, they shifted some people around. Right, right, right. Uh, with Ellie taking up that central midfield position at Holloway at center back. Right. Um, but fantastic stat from this game this is the first time players from six different continents have started in league history that's the that's such that's that, that's such a cool thing i mean i think we i don't want to under under emphasize how awesome that is to get players from no, all awesome. over the world playing at that's this awesome. at this level with our team yeah. <laughs> i mean what we couldn't find a penguin Penguin. that's what i posted that out pal. <laughs> we couldn't find that i posted a tweet i was like antarctica is mad <laughs> we couldn't find a scientist yeah really probably i'm sure somebody um, so yeah, early on, um, we had a few bad giveaways in our own half that right. were kind of harkening back to last year, but we never seemed to have a fear of playing out of the back. Right. Um, Joe, you said you got bored with this game, but I would argue that was a great thing. What's that? Bored that with? You said you got bored with this game. I was like, that's a great thing with this team after last year. Well, yeah, it, 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 it settled into a, a very, this is going into the second half. There, mm-hmm. It settled into, first off, I wanted to mention you know, I'm not entirely sure what position Jess was playing, man, because the first half was just, she was free to do whatever she wanted, and that's awesome. Because yeah, she had a – she her at her best. Yes, and, and she had more of an impact, I think, in this game consistently yeah. than I'm pretty sure any time we saw her last year. I mean, somebody sure. – I sure. really was – and her – I want to talk about work rate. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, she was dangerous. Um, yeah. she, like I said, she was all over – uh, you know, you were calling her number and her name in places that you weren't expecting to be, have it called. Yeah, which is awesome. Oh yeah. Um, you know that. Well, that's something I noticed is mm-hmm. we were really good in transition, getting the ball to our difference makers up top quickly. Dude, let me tell you. No matter where they were, one of like, the, mm-hmm. it was just it was just that much quicker this year so far. One of the um, one of the things that I really really loved about this is how they kept the ball on the ground and played vertically. Mm-hmm. And I loved that. I loved it because it wasn't hope. Oh, I hope we th- we'll throw a, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll cross and hopefully maybe somebody gets at the end. No, yeah. no, yeah. it was very vertical. It was, it was really intelligent. Well, and, and you know what part of that is, is that Jess yes. was much more physical. Kanu mm-hmm. was very physical. Very energetic. Too. Holding I holding up that. play, yep. um, winning balls. Yep. Um, I'm excited to see when she gets used to this league. Yep. yep. What she's gonna do. Oh, by the way, Joe, what was the ball in play? Oh, the individual cameraman don't give a shit. Here's a shot of the crowd real quick. Yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> what is going on? I don't know, man. I'm not I've got some problems with the T V coverage for instance. So many so many times I yelled during that game, go to the action. Right. Go right. to the play. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we showing the supporters? Granted, I love supporters getting their shouts, but sure, sure. The ball's in play. Exactly. Like, yeah. Inexperienced. So, um, it felt. It felt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, first game of the year. Mm-hmm. Let's give the production crew some time to get in midseason form. Right. Um, for those who didn't watch, it was a nil-nil finish. Overall, though, fantastic first game of the year. Yeah. And on the road. Yep. 
Houston Heat, five new starters. Hell, I might give you seven with how little Schwong and Holloway played last year. Right, right, right. Um, I'm going to use a Joe Bala quote here. Sprint to that plane. Yeah, exactly. That that bus breaks the speed limit getting back to Take that airport. that point and run because it was a good – Which is, I, you know, those are the kind of results that could get you to a playoff spot. Dude, how awesome was that double save by the long Oh, yeah. That was amazing. Oh, yeah. Amazing. I sat there. I was um, like, what just happened? <laughs> you know, that's what I was saying is I love the clean sheet. There's still a, mm. work, a bit of work to do at the back. Right, right. Uh, but but Lund had a huge game making up for any lapses. Right. Um, now, even better, mm-hmm. you know, who didn't score? Oh, there you go. Ebony. Yeah. You know, that didn't break my heart. Because I even tweeted, I was right? like, is, is it okay if I, is it okay if we were like really happy that she doesn't score? and Or whatever against I us? said. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Go score against <laughs> everyone else. Don't care. Right. And I'll tell you one thing. I, you know who really impressed? There was a couple other players that I wanted to note here. Malay. I'm going to say, it's, I was going to say, you didn't give me a chance to guess. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my yeah. next note. Right, right, um, right. She right. had such a great second half after being oh, targeted in yes. the first. They targeted her in the first, first 20, 25 minutes. It was Fairly scary, but dude, everything down our right. She absolutely stepped up, play after play after play, and later in the first half, and then all through the play in the second. Very mm-hmm. prominent, and and yep. it was that's huge, pal. Because there yep. were times last year that wasn't the case. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, she's you know, a little bulldog. Yeah, she. I love it. Chihuahua, maybe. <laughs> she was tough, bro. And, yeah. and I don't know if you. If it, it, what other notes do you have? I don't want to push to the end of the game yet, unless you have something else you want to talk about. Getting towards. No, go the, ahead. Go ahead. That 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 those that substitution. The substitutions at the second half were tremendous, and I think are a harbinger of what may be coming. Because if you're bringing Chidiak, Davis, and Moynihan on, that is those are three players with motors that are gritty players. Mm-hmm. And when, now this time of year, when it's you know I don't know what the temperature was down there, you know whatever. It was hot. Okay, it was yeah. Very hot. But if you're when you get into the summer after you've played ten games, and it's 85, 90 plus degrees, and you're bringing that kind of energy off the bench, you got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know because you know certainly Chidiak and Monahan are, are, are extremely capable players that can start, no doubt. Okay, you know and I know we've talked about Davis at times, you know struggling uh, technique wise. But it's, it's still she has a she has an amazing motor, and the, bringing that kind of energy on later in the game, I think that's something that other other teams are just going to have to deal with. They're going to have to well, deal with. And and something I really love about the, those subs were mm-hmm. you can't say Kim wasn't going for the win. Hear that? Those were not conservative substitutions. Hear that? I I am very. Those were attackers. Yes, they were. And, and and like I said, it's not like maybe in years past where you're bringing subs in that. You basically kind of, sort of, yeah, fit <laughs> right, exactly, and and you're you know as far as I don't want to knock any player their quality, but I think it's it you know you can look at a player and say there's a reason they're not starting. Sure, you could see Chidiak starting, you could see Davis mm-hmm. starting, even you know Moynihan certainly yeah. you could see starting. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying is that the depth on this team, it's like we said, it's the deepest team in our yeah our history, short but history, but it's clearly it's deeper. Team. And very encouraging. I'm really looking forward to Saturday. Uh, I'm yeah. hoping that it's a really solid crowd. I'm really, honestly, I'm really looking forward to it. I think being at home, um, you know, getting a chance, especially for the newer players to perform in front of the home crowd for the first time. Um, yeah, Dude, I'm looking forward to it. I am very optimistic about this team. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, having a run at the playoffs. I really think they, you know, when you can, when you consider all the things that we just talked about, individual success, the substitute strategies, Kim looking like he's, you know, what we're looking at is what may be 
the quality of this team. And it even showed a little bit a couple times last year. I remember they would keep the ball on the ground. They would attack vertically. And it wasn't about hopeful crosses or anything like that. It was it was calculated. It was it was technical. Man, I hope they can keep this up the rest of the year because I think there's a ton of success coming. Just some other overall notes were, mm-hmm. you know, Houston did have more of the possession, a few more shots, but I expect that from the home team. Right. I always expect that. Um, I'm excited to hopefully get Jalen Howe back soon so we can see this this first, this first string lineup, especially if we've yeah, got yeah. Piku Yamsa next to Abby Urseg. Right, 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 right. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna <laughs> shut a lot of stuff down. Hear that? <laughs> um, you know, just seeing just seeing Uchina oh Kanu out there, especially how physical she was. Yeah, that's she something our forward group has it. never really had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Wong showed a showed a lot of technical skill and flair that right. we didn't really get to see in her cameo last right, year. Right, right. There was just um, a general freedom to all of it, Joey. There was. There was a um, general freedom, you know, a more, a more of a. It, it was, it was more positive than you saw most of last year. I just, I mean, when I say positive, I'm not talking about the record or anything like that. There was more of a reliance on just enjoy yourself and get out there and you know be artistic, be creative, and do what you got to do. It felt like that's what it felt like to me. I, I, I don't know. And no, and we could easily won this game too. Yes, we just had three to four chances that just weren't put on frame. Right, right, right. That could easily change the game. Mm-hmm. You just see the potentials there, mm-hmm. but with so many new faces and some injured ones, it's just going to take some time. Right. You know. You know. We're not. You sh- guys, if you're listening to this, guys and guys, you shouldn't expect them to hit the ground running. I mean, there were five new starters, essentially seven, like I said. Right. And with how many games Holloway and Schwong played. Yep. It's going to take some time, but Absolutely. you can see that potential out there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said. You know, start this off. These are the kind of results that could end up getting you a playoff spot. Absolutely. Uh, so, as you mentioned, we have a home game this Saturday at 3 p.m. versus the Washington. Oh, shit. A 3 p.m. home opener. <laughs> uh, shit. Not as much fun. Just, it still has that, just that, 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 that dirtiness to it. I, I hear know. you, man. I don't know. Uh, but, I, you know. I, I get some, why they're doing it. I understand yeah, why they're doing it. Uh, some of the. You know, but some other good news concerning racing. Yeah, man. Probably good news why we delayed recording was racing has now hired a GM. Yes, they have. A gentleman by the name of Ryan Dell. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's the now former uh, U.S. Women's National Team team manager. Right. So to not confuse that, that did not mean he managed Managed the the squad. Right. But he went over the day-to-day operations. Right, right, right. Of the team. Um, He will serve as a liaison between the team and front office, overseeing Mm -hmm. all soccer operations. Right. For racing Louisville. Duties include oversight of performance, player recruitment, and compliance, yep. as well as support and insight for the players and staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes to Louisville after nine plus years with the U.S. Soccer Federation, mm-hmm. having spent his entire stint there with the women's national team, yep. starting out as an equipment manager. Yeah, man. That's working amazing. his way all the way up. So, you know, don't have too much more to add about him yet because we literally just found out, just yesterday, found out yesterday, but yesterday, right. seems like a big get. Right, and Joey, there's one thing for me, and it's not a like for like, okay? But when you have that many years being around the the the, the national team and, um, you know, obviously having some exposure to what's going on as far as recruitment, as far as analysis, um, scouting, it's not like for like, but it feels a little bit like Hackworth when okay when he came over oh, came over here because of his experience with the youth youth national team now he was a coach whole different whole different level right sure but still there's connections and understandings of players and and how these communications go back and forth i would think it has to be beneficial 
Oh, you no. know, I, oh, but you know, jokingly mm-hmm. and somewhat real, he and Kim aren't going to get along. Right. <laughs> because this guy, this guy's got insight into the U.S. women's national team, mm-hmm. and one of the criticisms on Twitter, I'm not sure if you saw, was how international our roster is. Somebody criticized that. Yes, no women's shit. Boston Boston women's sports account or something like that. Oh Jesus! Trust me. So this, so he and Kim are gonna are gonna clash. You know. <laughs> yeah. Just because this guy's got insight into our women's national team, and Kim likes to go international, right? We're right, right. still screwed six ways from Sunday. I, I'm really rooting for Kim. Kidding. I got to be honest with you. Kidding everyone. Yeah, I know. And but, um, well, I'm rooting for both of them. I'm rooting for the yeah, new of dude, course. both, and I'm certainly rooting for Kim. Yeah. Um, or positive first, positive first step. Right, right, right. Um, hopefully, hopefully get another result this weekend, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully it's three points. Yeah, man, it'll be great. Uh, let's. Let's dust let, let, let's dust some of the mud off the term home opener. Yeah, man, and, and really, and uh, I think if we even if it's a point here and a point there, Joey, as long as they start that adds building, up, it adds up after a while, and it, and you start feeling a level of confidence that we just haven't felt. And and look, yeah. you know, expansion team the first year, got it. All the insanity that happened at the end of last year, got it. But yeah. this is this is this has a. If those two things hadn't happened and we had that result yesterday, I still would have felt just as positive about it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. And, and that's and, the. Oh, go ahead, John. Sorry. No, no, and I just hope I hope that this hire helps to put some of this extracurricular activities to bed. Dude, that's that's my final note on all this. I'm I've closed you know? that book. That book is now closed for me. I don't know if that may, if somebody may be angry, what do you mean you don't care? No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that that chapter in our history is now done. This is the final piece. The players seem to be, uh, especially going back to the last town hall they had about a week and a half ago. It seems like the players are very happy with the changes that have been made. We now have a, uh, we now have a GM. We have changes that have been made. Penance has been paid, exacted. I'm closing the book, bro. I, I, mean, I mean, just to, you know, if you're looking at observations from outsiders such as ourselves, right? Why are why are why are some of our players signing three right. and four year deals? Exactly, exactly. This is not a place they want to be. We have to. I said this last week. We have to live in a place where forgiveness is part of what we do. And if and I don't want to. Re, I'm not going to relitigate any of that stuff. Sure. Um, but the the thing is. The players seem to be in a good place. The players' association seems to be yeah. in a good place. Let's and they're five hundred dollars, five hundred more dollars to the emergency players. Trust exactly. Players. There you go. And, and, uh-huh. and you know, I, I'm going to add this to, to your point. Is right. by the way, when, when when he's talking about forgiveness in this podcast, series, we're not talking about forgetting. Right. That doesn't no, happen. Absolutely. No. That does that, not happen. Excellent point, Joey. We're not sitting there saying just move on and forget about everything. No. 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 You never forget about moving. That also that also means you don't stop your vigilance either. Exactly. You should also keep holding this franchise One, to a high standard. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But the choices that I make from here on in as a consumer are based on the actions that they've made now. Yeah. And that's what I'm yeah. talking about. I they, they've 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 done what they've had to do. The league seems to be okay with it. The players specifically, because if we're sitting here talking about protect the players, protect the players, well, they seem to be pretty ecstatic about what's happening now. If they're ecstatic about it and they're happy, then I'm happy. If it's truly about the players, unless somehow 
there's this weird, very vile conspiracy that those players at the town hall, their family members were held somewhere at gunpoint. Yeah, really. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Yeah, let's. Yeah, it, throwing throwing it out there, all Joe. All bases. Yeah, just covering all. all but the yes, you know, I, at this point, at this point, I am excited for this season. Right, I'm excited for the organization. Yes. You know, it's yes. you know something bad happened, and what I was the, the the most important thing is is that something looks like it's being reconstructed that is better. Yeah, and, and that's yep. and that to me is you know, so that's that we can. can I'm, I'm done. I, the, slam. I'm done. We're moving on. I'm moving on. Joe, Joe, you know what you're not done with? What? What do Trivia. I? Oh Jesus! <laughs> Thank you for the segue. Oh boy, this is gonna hurt. The second category we went through. Oh no. Stadiums. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Your first question. Do it, dude. San Siro is home to what two? Serie A Giants. Oh gosh, it'll be Inter Milan and AC, right? You are correct. Okay. Manchester United's home is nicknamed the Theater of Dreams. <laughs> but what is the official name? Oh, dude, that I would not know. Um, because A, it's them. And and B, uh, it's them. <laughs> it sounds like you're stalling. I am because I don't know. <laughs> Somehow you knew San Siro. But yeah, not I'm, a, I'm half Trafford. Italian. I'm half uh, Old Trafford, oh, of course. See, to me, that's. Did you say that's the name of the stadium? Yes. Is that what it's called? I, I always just thought of it as a nickname. I didn't know that that was the name of it, honestly. Old Trafford. Yeah. Okay. What is Barcelona's camp called? Oh, uh, now, Naf, Naru, Nafu, what is it? Uh, You're on the right first letter. Yeah, it's it's an N. Um, And you have way too many letters after it from what new, I'm hearing. New, new. Yes, Camp right. New. New. Speaking of Spanish giants, mm-hmm. who plays at the Bernabeu? Uh, Bernabeu is a, a Real. Which one? Oh, Madrid. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a few see, Reals see, out there. I, so. Yeah, there is. You're right. But, you know, having family from Madrid, I'm, I I, I kind of had that this is, covered. Joe, Joe, this is a stadium trivia category, not Joe's lineage <laughs> and ancestry. Well, dude, we've you got asked. Your, we've got your just, Italian shout-out and your Spanish shout-out right, I just already. want to make sure the reason I knew those things is because being half Italian uh-huh. and half Spanish. <laughs> uh-huh. What, what iconic English stadium is annually home to the FA Cup final? Oh, Wembley. Don't they play that at Wembley? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Your pop quiz question, as I mentioned, these were random throughout the categories. Mm-hmm. Who is the primary kit sponsor for racing? This year? Oh, yeah. dude. Oh, it's not GE. Um, that is. It, it is, is GE. GE this year? Yes. I thought they canceled it. I'm pretty sure it is GE. You know why? You know why I wasn't really focused on the. Um, well, then maybe I'm sure it is, but I'm. I was more focused on the pattern of the. Okay. Of, the houndstooth. Right, because if you turn it sideways and remove the color from it, it looks like a bunch of above. It uh, looks like a Batman parade. Joe, <laughs> you know what you do in your free time never uh, dude, ceases I just, to I amaze have, me. I, I have. I well, it's because I have an imagination and I'm boring, so I. <laughs> Well, you know what you sound like you need? Sounds like you need more friends, which is where this next stadium might help you. Okay. Where will you never walk alone? Oh, Liverpool. It was at Anfield, right? Anfield, correct. What North American stadium was the site of Maradona's Hand of God goal? Oh, didn't they play that one at the Rose Bowl? Wasn't that? That would be incorrect. Oh, geez. The Hand of God wasn't at the. Did you say North American? Yes, I did. Oh, Mexico. Um, what the hell is that? Estadio something. Jeez, Louise, I forget what they call You're it. Halfway there. Estad- Olympico? Estadio Olympico? What do they no. call it? No. 
Azteca. Azteca, that's right. Golly. Uh, the only stadium in Europe that can change its colors based off which home team is playing mm -hmm. is what German arena. Wow, that's the one. I See, I don't know the name of the place in Berlin. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's in Berlin. It is not in Berlin. It's not? It is not. I thought that, well, you know what? Maybe not. Uh, who else would there be? Let me Give me, give me two seconds on this one. Uh, I'm not clicking one anything. Mississippi. <laughs> two Mississippi. Does, uh, no, I, I don't know. I don't know. That is the Allianz Arena in Munich. Munich. Munich, that's can right. Can be red Bayern. or blue. Yep, Bayern or Based right, off Bayern. the home team. You're right. You're right. Yeah, shit. Damn Germans. The Maracana has hosted two World Cup finals in what city? Maracana. Um, has hosted two World Cup finals. The Maracana has hosted... That means it's twice... Ah, jeez, Louise. Um, Maracana. It's, I want to say... Now I'm going to want to say it's in South America. Well, no. I don't know. You're in the right region. Right. Who is it? Rio. Rio. Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. Shit. Yep. So your final close. regular question before mm -hmm. we get to the bonus question. Yeah. Louisville City has officially sold out Lynn Family Stadium once. Yes. Who was it against in 2022? Tampa Bay. Correct. It's one of my favorite bonus questions of the entire night. Mm -hmm. The largest soccer stadium in the world is actually a controversial question and answer. Because okay. it is Run Grotto, 1st of May Stadium. In what renegade country? Ron Gano, in what renegade country? Yes. Jeez Louise, that's a brutal, that's a great question. Um, that is four Jeez Louises already in this segment. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, I man. That's a, good category. that's a great question. I can't wait to hear the answer because I have no idea. That would be North Korea. North Korea, dude, that's a great question. They claim it. But no one, I don't think anyone's actually ever seen, seen it. it. <laughs> there are photos from far away. Oh, so funny. Oh, dude, yeah, they claim, what is it? They claim the capacity is like 114,000. Right. I don't even, oh my Which God. is the most. Yeah, I, I hesitate to make jokes about North Korea because it's such a horrible situation. But that dude, wasn't that the dude that said that he played eight, he played 18 holes and... 16 strokes or something like shot, that. Yeah. Shot like 18 yeah. or something. He got a whole, nah, whatever, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's also, they, they also claimed he's shot however many 900s in bowling. Yeah. And I tried to invite him to the World Series of Bowling to really <laughs> put his money where his mouth is, but I never heard back from his people. Yeah, really. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you'll, right. you'll have your next categories next week. Mm. Um, so, not bad. No, um, I tried. I you just, did. When it comes to trivia, I just, I struggle. <laughs> And you're going to continue to I'm for the next few weeks as I as I subject you to what our fantastic listeners and trivia participants went yeah, through man. as well. That was fun, though. See, I knew the Italian so, and Spanish one, though. I wonder why. Oh, yeah, it's because that's there Joe reminded us. That's, actually, where, that's where his family is. Yeah, well, actually, my, my brother's, my, 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 my cousin, Pedro, is in Lagañez, which is just south of Madrid. It's a great story when they, when they um, he, I mean, he's a Real Madrid fan, but he lives when Lagañez was promoted three years ago. And um, eventually they got knocked down. I think they're back up now, or they're working to get back up. But the uh, it was the first time they'd ever been in series in, in the in the in the top flight. The poor guy was in tears trying to talk to him, and he wasn't even a fan because it's his his region. Like the yeah. Ganyas had always been a second and third division team, and I, it just drives me nuts that we don't get that opportunity here. I'm sorry to slide that in here. 
I just wish you know. I just wish we people would think about that a little bit more. But anyway, yeah. I thought that was kind of you know. If if you want to end on a on a good note, yes, yeah, so let's note, do it. You get really really bored. Yeah. There is speaking of Spanish soccer. Mm-hmm. Look up the Hetafe Koala. <laughs> okay, Hetafe being the G E T A F E. They had a commercial. Uh, I believe they're still in La Liga. Right. Um, they are. Yeah, they're based out of Madrid. Right. Um, yeah, they're still in La Liga. Um, they had a commercial many, many years ago. I think it was 11 years ago almost, okay. that focused on a koala that was just very suicidal. Jeez. Because <laughs> it was talking about the passion and emotions of soccer. Right. And it ended with a season ticket advertisement. Oh, no. It's so dumb. It's so weird that I just couldn't quit watching it. <laughs> And me and a buddy who was really big into soccer, we went to Toys R Us. We got ourselves a koala. Mm-hmm. We got a sweater. We bought a, a Hetafe sticker from their online store, mm-hmm. put it on the sweater, and it and it hung in his apartment. Really? Just like the, you know, because, you know, just like the suicidal koala from the commercials. And, and jo- <laughs> that's, pretty, that's crazy. It never succeeds. Hey, right, listeners, right. it does not succeed, mm-hmm. but just interesting. Yeah, man. Interesting to look up. Hetafe. G E T A F E. Oh man! Yeah. Well, there you go. So now that this podcast has officially gone off, <laughs> off the, the rails, rails. <laughs> now's well, our time to wrap up. Yeah, man. So it's, we've got uh, we got a couple matches this week. Hopefully, you know we'll plan on recording uh, Tuesday. Yeah, we got Saturday, Saturday at ten p.m. Another USL After Dark, right? Against Sacramento, and then the home opener. Here, oh, that phrase. Yeah, that man. phrase. The Washington Spirit. 3 p.m. Lynn Family Stadium. Two matches in one day, right? Yeah. And then uh, we will also, which we can discuss next podcast, depending on recording, Mm -hmm. will be the next week will also be the beginning of the uh, Bluegrass. Oh, oh, Bluegrassico. The Bluegrassico. I love that name. Yeah, man. It's a great name. So good. And our Open Cup match against Lexington. Yeah, man. On Wednesday. I'm really looking forward to that. I want to see what that's all about. And uh, hopefully it's a hopefully it's a fun atmosphere. I think it will be. It'll be a fun atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. But, so, yeah. So we got a lot of lot of action coming up. Hopefully, hopefully Louisville City figures whatever yeah, out what happens. I think they will continues on a positive foot. I think they will. We'll see. So, all right, brother. I appreciate you doing this again. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books. Episode number sixty-two. Moving right along here. Uh, Want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution. Always does a great job. Want to thank you for listening. Appreciate your comments, your compliments, uh, growing the fan base, which is kind of awesome. Um, and I'll tell you what, we've got no less than three interviews coming up. All three of them you're really going to want to check out. Um, all of them pertaining to both the game here in the city and the game in general. Um, uh, really, you're going to want to check these out. It's going to be a lot of fun. As always, we are on iTunes. Amazon, Spotify, and Podbean. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love. Yeah, man, it's all about new beginnings. Sharing that love. It is a new beginning for racing with a general manager. Finally closing the book on that chapter. Uh, I know some people have really struggled with it. Some have chosen not to. Uh, come to matches anymore, or at least some of the matches, um, drop their support of the team altogether. Man, I just wish you the best. I really do. I- I'm not here to judge or anything. Uh, even if somebody wants to judge back, can't stop it. 
You got to do what you got to do. But hopefully, whoever you are, whether you've moved on with us or still watching and still going to matches, or you've decided to leave, hopefully you're doing something new in your life to move on, man. Because you can't linger in these bad times. You can't linger where things get rough. You have to move forward. For me personally, you know, big deal. Today's my last day uh, on my job. Um, and I don't know what's coming. You know, it's just they've ended the project and now we're benched and we'll see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen. Got a month to find something within this company. If not, I'm a free agent. <laughs> a little nervy, right? You get to this point in your life, but that's okay. Shake things up, man. Shake things up. And let's see what comes out the other side. Looking forward to it. Man, I love that. I love you. I am looking forward to both of these seasons. Looking forward to Louisville riding the ship. Looking forward to racing, making a run at the playoffs. But most of all, I am looking forward to hanging out with you all meeting some of you that I haven't met and sharing the love. I know that sounds silly sometimes. You tell me a better way to make this world a better place. I'll do it. You know, but this is all I got. You know, we have, you know, we're just folks just trying to get through our days, man. And I hope you're getting through them the best you possibly can. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> anyway, my name is Joseph Valla. I'm the host of the Center Forward Podcast. Uh, at least two matches coming up, right? Louisville on the road back in California this week. Racing at home, the home opener. Looking forward to that. And hopefully we can get this done on Tuesday and then we'll be covering the first installment of El Blue Grassico <laughs> in the show afterwards. Gosh, I'm having so much fun hanging with you guys. Hope you're cherishing every moment. I really am. Once they're gone, they're gone, guys. I love you. New beginning. New beginnings, folks. Come on. Do something bright and wonderful and good in your life this week. Get it going. Love you. Talk to you soon.